At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome aboard. Follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Paulie Howard as we are live in downtown Las Vegas at the Circus Sportsbook inside the resort and casino as we are every day here on the program. Coming up in about five minutes, Tim Benz is going to join the program from the uh, Trib Review in Pittsburgh and also does the pregame show on uh, DVE in that great city and uh, of the Steelers. We'll talk to him about uh, you know the Hall of Fame game tomorrow night, his expectations for the team this year. And Paulie, if you look around, Shop around for this stuff. I know it's available at DraftKings right now. The exact order of finish in all of these divisions, including the AFC North. So to finish in first place, the Ravens are plus 125. The Browns on their heels at plus 150. The Steelers to win 4-1. to one. The long shot Bengals are 25-1. to one. The Browns are favored at plus 175 to finish second. And then you look at third place, a spot where you don't typically see the Steelers in this division. But they are plus 140. Mm-hmm. They are the favorites to finish in third place in the AFC North. Again, I'm high on the Steelers. I think uh, Canada's going to work wonders with this offense, with the creativity and the comments from Roethlisberger and others. Maybe there could be some growing pains early on. Uh, but wouldn't it, would it be typical Cleveland that you have Super Bowl expectations? You had that great season. You're right there with a chance to beat the Chiefs in the playoffs. And then, up oh, seven wins. <sighs> I would typically say yes to that, right? Because what happened two years ago when they had all those pre... They're bringing in Beckham. Look at all this talent, right? Tons of hype. And they stunk again. But 
I do think they have the right coach now in charge with Stavansky. They, they got rid of just the bottom feeders with Hugh Jackson. And again, I've said this a thousand times. I didn't think it was possible to get worse once they got rid of Hugh Jackson. It did. Like the drop-off from Hugh Jackson to Freddie Kitchens was actually uh, it was noticeable. Kitchens was maybe the worst head coach I've ever seen mm-hmm. in my entire mm-hmm. life. Yeah. But Stefanski is well, really good the way it appears. Only one year, I get it, but I think he's going to be the right guy for the gig. Well, it, it, the Steelers also had a great opportunity to come all the way back and win that game in the playoffs. I, I mean, I don't know what the hell happened in the first half. Well, I mean, you're down right away with all the turnovers, mm-hmm. but they're down 12 and they're at midfield, and Tomlin makes a decision fourth and one to punt. But I thought they were going to come back and win that. So you take out the bad star, who knows what happens. And as bad as they played down the stretch, which you couldn't believe, I mean, how can you go on the road against Cincinnati and lose after you start 11-0 and mm. and all the issues that they had? But I think I think you will see a improved, you know, well, you only can get better, improved running game, better offensive line. We disagree on this. I like the pick of Harris. I think he has a big year. And I think that the Steelers can finish in second place and maybe even surprise some people and win the division. Yeah, see, the problem with me is, you know, according to a lot of, you know, sites that rank offensive lines, they really dig dig into the metrics and everything. They basically have the 31st ranked uh, offensive yeah. line in football. It's not good. So I don't know if they can run the football this year. Harris might be spectacular, but if he doesn't have a line to run in front of, uh, it's going to be easy for teams to slow him down. And then if, if Big Ben's going to have a bunch of pressure on him at his advanced age right now, he has weapons. I mean, my God, how good did Claypool, Claypool play last year in his, in his rookie season to go along with, mm-hmm. you know, Johnson and then, um, Juju as the third guy basically on the team. And, you, you know, they had some losses on defense, but overall the personnel and that defense will travel and it'll carry them at times as it did last year. I think the defense is going to be really good again this year. But I just, I don't... The offensive line scares me. I got to be honest, it really does. You're worried about Lamar Jackson? In that division? Throwing the ball. What do you mean? He regressed? What do I mean? Oh, no, no, he did. I mean, oh, the Ravens are certainly better than the Steelers. Well, there's no doubt in my mind. All right, all right. Yeah, if that's what you're getting to, sure. And on paper, the Browns, I get get what you're saying about the Browns. But on paper, the Browns are, they're right behind the Chiefs and the Bills probably in the AFC. I think the Browns are awesome. They, They have talent everywhere. They have the best offensive line in football. They have good backs. Mayfield has, you know, shown improvement. Well, it's a, it's a good division, and it's. I'm, I'm just saying, I wouldn't be surprised if you see Cleveland take a step back, and Pittsburgh surprises people, and suddenly you look up, it's like, okay, well, it's week ten, and Lamar Jackson only has six touchdown passes. Well, that, again, some... that's why it feels kind of dirty to actually have doubts in my mind about the Steelers because they are such a well-run organization, and they never finish below 500. It's like yeah. in our lifetime, Paul. That there's never any turnover at coach. They've had the same, you know, core players for a long time. Ben's been the the rock there, obviously, of the offense. Not the same guy he was three, four, seven years ago, whatever. But just to see this team, it's weird to think about them, you know, winning five, six, seven games, something like that. Just because, again, it's you know, we're in our mid forties. I can't remember the last time it actually happened. So, um, welcome into the program. This is Follow the Money here on Vsin, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, along with Paulie Howard, and uh, we're opening this hour talking about the NFL the Steelers and the Hall of Fame game tomorrow night and uh, their expectations on the season. And uh, Tim Benz, kind enough to join us here early on a Wednesday morning with a trip review in that city. Also uh, is the pregame host on ESPN in Pittsburgh. Tim, thanks for the time today. How are you? 
Good. I'm pretty sure I remember the last time the Steelers won about six games, they wound up with Roethlisberger as a result. So I guess that was the good thing that came as a result of that one season. There, Yeah, there you go. How many <laughs> times, by while. the way? It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, and by the way, how many times do you think, Tim, and you're probably right, like right around our age as well, how many times does it actually happen in our lifetime? Not many. Uh, no, because like, I think there were 5-11 and 11 in Noel's worst season uh, shortly before the transition to Bill Cowher. Uh, Cowher, I believe, only had two losing seasons, um, three losing seasons. Sorry about that. And then, uh, yeah, one of them was with Cordell in the late 90s. Uh, there was the year before Roethlisberger. And, uh, you know, what they are also on the brink of doing, if you want to kind of put this in perspective, uh, if they fail to win a playoff game this year, it'll be the fifth straight year when that has happened. And we have not seen that since pre-immaculate reception days. Wow. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah, if you're looking for a historic trend and just to kind of put things in perspective, how fortunate they've been for how long of a stretch it has been, uh, you know, there's a lot of teams out there that would love to get one playoff win every five years. This will be the first time it won't happen since 1972 if they fail to win one this season. How does the fan base feel about Tomlin? Uh, I think it's, it's become polarized like everything else. You know, there are, uh, there's a group of fans, and, and I think a lot of it starts with the media, actually, that's around the team, uh, some of the more friendly media that's around the team that doesn't like to have any criticism of Tomlin. And if there is criticism of Tomlin, there's, uh, you know, an immediate, you know, petting a cat backwards kind of reaction, just hissing and spat, spatting back. Like, how can you blame the head coach for any of this? Well, I, I think you can. And, you know, I, I think the failures of the team late in the season, uh, the spiraling downward that we've seen late in the season tends to fall to Tomlin uh, and to the quarterback, to Roethlisberger, too, because he's been bad late and he's been bad in the playoffs. I think there's a sense of stagnation uh, with where critics of Tomlin feel the team can go under his leadership. I think there's a sense of disappointment over the fact that they haven't had more success in the latter half of Roethlisberger's career to have, you know, stretch like that where you don't have five seasons in a row, potentially at least four now without a playoff victory. And you have a potential hall of fame quarterback. I, I think that's the difference between the failures of the Tomlin years when there have been some and the ones at the end of Noel's career and uh, part of Cowher's career is that there's been a Hall of Fame quarterback here and they've still had these ruts. And that's where people get the mm-hmm. most antsy about Tomlin. I think that's deserved. Okay. Fair. How about the change with uh, offensive philosophy and bringing in Canada? How, how does the offense look? Will we see some creativity? And could we see also some growing pains maybe early on if the guys would have problems picking this up? Uh, yes, to both questions. And I don't know to the first because it's been really hard to tell. I mean, if you're looking for a lot of the Matt Canada stuff, the pre-snap motion, the involving of a fullback in weird ways, the, the shovel passes, you know, the, the odd um, alignments, you're not going to see a ton of that, I don't think, in the Hall of Fame game. And if you do, it's going to be with backups and also backups along the offensive line. Um, it's going to be really, really hard to figure out how good the Canada offense will be on an NFL level when you have such a subpar offensive line. And when I say that, I say that assuming all the starters are going to be on the field. And we haven't seen much of that so far in training camp, and we're not going to see, I think, any of them, or close to any of them. I'm going to say two. I'll say two 
will play substantial roles in the Hall of Fame game against Dallas. Kendrick Green, because they want to see how he's doing at center, get him to play some NFL snaps. Trey Turner's probably going to play a little bit. But honestly, we've barely seen Chooks to core four at left tackle, making the move over there. Banner coming off the ACL at right tackle. And Dotson, who is perceivably now the rock of the offensive line in just his second year and first full year as a starter, we haven't seen much of him either. So all your concerns that I heard you guys talk about with the offensive line, very valid, and maybe even more so coming out of camp because this extra week that they got kind of gone up in smoke in that regard. So with that in mind, going back to the draft, did you like the team taking Harris at number 24 overall? Yeah, I loved it. You know, I, I am not one of these folks who looks at the draft value board and says, oh, running back, can't do it, can't do it. Uh, and I, I hate that simplistic school of thought, especially when you have an offensive line as bad as the Steelers. And I think we've seen it at times in camp where there has been nothing there and he gets 25. Um, you know, mm. there have been multiple opportunities for him to be stuffed in the backfield where he gets, it, gets at least one. And then there have been times where he gets halfway down the field. It's, it's pretty wild to watch. And it's eye-popping even at a camp level to realize perhaps how many times over the last two years when the offensive line has begun to wane, uh, where it was no longer the consistent plus that it had been in Pittsburgh for many years, that occasionally you need a back to help your line. Because so much of the analysis about a running back these days, any running back is, well, he's only as good as the offensive line will be for him. Maybe the Steelers have been a good example the last two years of the other side of the coin there, where, where maybe you need a running back on occasion to help your line. I, I get it. It's not a sustainable way to win a championship by any stretch, but uh, and Tomlin's kind of hinted at this a few times in his uh, post-practice comments where he's used the phrase, when you have a varsity running back, dot, dot, dot. And that's like his favorite phrase. He loves the varsity running back, varsity this, varsity that. But if you have a varsity running back and then finish the sentence, it, it's kind of maybe been a passive way of saying we didn't have that, especially when James Conner has been injured so often the last few years, and now we do. Mm. It's Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Tim Benz, our guest with the uh, Tribune Review in Pittsburgh and also does the pregame show on ESPN Radio in Pittsburgh as well. So as for the Hall of Fame game, we, we know about the quarterback rotations, we think at this point, where you know it's going to be uh, Mason Rudolph for the first you know quarter and a half or so, maybe the first half, and then it's going to be Haskins after that. And I saw this report yesterday where Hom, uh, Tomlin has said that Haskins has grown by leaps and bounds, doing a really good job communicating, and he's gained a you know pretty good rapport with his receivers. Well, first of all, Tim, I mean, you're never going to hear a bad thing from a coach, usually about any player this time of year, but would you say that that's kind of accurate with the way Haskins looks so far? Yeah, I mean, I'm not a Haskins fan by any stretch, and even I can admit that he's had a better camp than Rudolph has had. Oh, now, okay. the, the the sliding scale on that is, you have to keep in mind, like I just sort of outlined, that when Ben has not been taking reps, and Ben, you know, for whatever reason, over the last few years, it's kind of gone in this mode where it's almost like every other day he just doesn't practice to save his arm. And, uh, you know, that was even going into the year we had the arm injury, if I, if I recall, especially since. Um, so a lot of times you've seen, like I just talked about, with the second-string offensive lineman going against the first-string Steelers defense, you've seen Rudolph behind that. And, uh, you know, it's almost like a jailbreak to the pocket. And he's not looked great. 
And I think that the talent level or lack thereof evens out between the offensive line and the defensive front once you get down to the second stringers, and Haskins has been in there more often. So it's, it's got to be taken with a grain of salt. But, you know, for the most part, I think Haskins has had a better camp than Rudolph has had. Um, but, you know, it's not like I would feel any better about him going in and running the offense for 10 or 11 games if Ben should go down early. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's get into the overall expectations during the regular season for this team, the team that you've covered for a long time now in uh, Pittsburgh. Tim, their season win total is 8.5 at most sports books. To win the AFC South, it's plus 450. Their playoff prop, the yes-no, the yes to make the playoffs is plus 140. The no is favored at minus 175. Overall, how do you see the season going for Pittsburgh? Yeah, I agree with where a lot of those lines are set. I've got them third in the division. Um, so I agree with that first conversation you guys are having behind Cleveland and Baltimore. I've got them. It's kind of a joke, but I also is ribbing on the square. I, I kind of mean it. I think they're going to go 8-8-1. Eight, eight, okay. so they, <laughs> you know, they, they go 8-8-1 eight, eight, in the first 17-game uh, season, so you can still say that Tomlin's never had a losing season. Because that, you know, it always comes down to that when you're arguing about Tomlin. Oh, he's never had a losing season. Uh, so, I, you know, my guess would be to go against them making the playoffs, but still being uh, not under 500, so we can keep having that argument here in Pittsburgh for an entire offseason. Um, that's that's my guess. But you know what? If they go, if they do go 9-8, and eight, you know, I'm thinking that might be that might be enough to get in as the seventh team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not certain in the 17-game season, but, you know, there is some meat in the middle to bottom part of the AFC so you could see an improving West team. Uh, I don't know. Maybe the Patriots get get, get out. I don't know. Maybe the Dolphins get out of the East with mm-hmm. nine wins or something like that. Like, I think those are the teams you have to watch if you're the Steelers and you think that three are automatically going to get in from the North again just because they did last year. I, I don't think it's an automatic. It might take ten. Nine should do it. I've got the Steelers under the eight and a half, but. I think that line is perfectly set where it is. Okay, very good. So, uh, per that discussion that we were having before you popped down here, it was about this division overall and uh, what we were seeing about the Browns. Uh, obviously, you have them finishing ahead of Pittsburgh. Paulie brought up the point, could you kind of, you know, typical uh, Cleveland, right? All of a sudden, high expectations, they kind of fall apart. Or do you think they just have so much talent, Stefanski's the guy, and this is kind of here to stay? I tend to think that they're going to be better than the Steelers. I, I don't think they're going to be the Super Bowl contender that they want to think in Cleveland, but I, I don't think they fall off the map. I think what you brought up about the offensive line and also, you know, the, I guess they've had a little, some health things and again, the secondary here and there in camp, but I think overall some of the players that they didn't have full time on defense that they might get back this year, yeah, I, I don't see them falling off the map and being typical Cleveland. I, I don't. I think they just miss winning the division. What they do in the playoffs, who knows? It's a crapshoot who they draw. You know, I think they're going to be a game behind Baltimore to win the title. Uh, I think Stefanski is a pretty good coach, and, and I do see them uh, being right in the middle of the AFC playoff tree. Uh, when we're watching the first weekend of playoff games. Okay, very good. Uh, you can follow Tim on Twitter. He is at Tim Benz with a Z, P-G-H on the Twitter account. Uh, Tim, thanks so much for the time today. We appreciate that. 
Great, guys. Pleasure being on. Being going to be out in Vegas in a couple weeks myself, right near you guys. So I can't wait to, to be out there. Very cool. Swing by. You're going to love the uh, Circus Sportsbook, no doubt. All right, fellas. Thank Great you. Great job. Yep. There you go. Thank you. All right. Great so, information, yeah. especially about Harris. I'm at 8-1 to one at DraftKings win Offensive Rookie of the Year. How many times does it look like there's nothing there in 20, 30-yard game? You know what I like about that? And then what, that? You, what you said with yeah, the yeah, guest was... last week about uh, over-receptions. Over 44-and-a-half. Over yeah. He liked it a lot. Big part of the offense. You know what was good about that is that I'm guessing that we could bring on somebody from a local market this year for all 32 teams, a media member, right? And if we did all 32 teams, I'm going to guess in the neighborhood of 25 guests would say, I like the over this year. It happens every single year. You bring people on, somebody from the local market, they'll, they'll make the case against them, but at the end yeah. of the day, you're going to say, okay, what about the win total? It's 7.5, it's 9, whatever. They're going to say, yeah, I know what I just said, but I think they're going to win 10 games this year. Tim's like, no, nah, they're going to go under 8.5. I can see them being like around, he threw a tie in there for good measure. But that's... I think that's good for business, too. If you have someone saying this team's going to take a step back or this team is going to have disappointing I tell you, yeah, absolutely. And then you could, yeah, that's a good discussion with the fan base who usually is uh, not objective. Yeah. It's, they, have the, they have the jerseys on. It's a very good division. I'd probably say the oh, second best division behind yeah. the NFC West with a chance. I mean, if the Bengals are on the uptick with a chance of being the best division in football. I go back and forth on that Arizona thing. Yeah. I mean, that could be. I, I, could see seven, I could see six, seven wins or 12. Sure. Really? Sure. Yeah, yep. you could, yeah. Yeah, they're they're the, absolutely the floor, the ceiling, in between anywhere in, in between that with the Cardinals for sure. Yeah, um, not good for Rudolph that Haskins looks. <laughs> per, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's some of the reports. Like I said, oh. brought it up. Good report. The receivers, Tomlin liked what oh. he saw, and then he's like, yeah, he's been better than Rudolph. But again, when two years ago when Big Ben went down for pretty much the entire year, Pauly, in all mm-hmm. honesty, that was maybe the worst quarterback play we've ever seen. The combination of uh, Duck Hodges and Rudolph—you uh-huh. couldn't even watch the games. It was so tough. It is a polarizing, complicated relationship with the fan base. That was a hell of a coaching job that year by Tomlin. But as Mike Palmer pointed out, they're in a—they have to have that game in Week 17. They're down two scores late. He punts I know. on fourth down. I know. Uh, what he did in the playoff game—it's fourth and one from midfield. I'm not a momentum guy, but but still. You're making this huge comeback. Cleveland right. can't stop it. You punt. Uh, some of the in-game strategy. That's the other thing. How many times does Tomlin lose to a bad team? A lot. The Cincinnati game was embarrassing. It was. Who started that game? Weren't they laying two touchdowns? Who was the, back, what, who, the third string quarterback, whoever it was? Yeah, they went They went down a Monday night game to Cincinnati right. and got beat. That's right. I mean, it just laying a two, huge number. They played the Cowboys and almost lost on the road. Yeah. They had to yeah. pull that game out. There was just too many. Again, Tomlin has too many losses like that. 11-0 last year. He turned into the odds-on favorite to win the coach of the year. Yeah. And it just, poof, in a, you know, in a, in a moment it was gone. Just like that. And then to bow out of the playoffs like they did after winning that division. Again, which was really, by the way, there's a prop up at DraftKings. Will all four teams from a division make the playoffs? Possible not. What's the price? It's nine to one. Really? The no is minus twenty dollars, I believe. I'll check it out during the break. Damn. Good option to have, though. Okay. But yeah, what I said earlier, though, too. I think he had twenty-six touchdowns, but you got off to a, a, a slow start. And remember, Lamar was talking about the OC. And no, I know. They know what I we're know. doing on offense. And yeah, it could be something. Who knows? And he's going to go under center a lot this year, yeah. according to reports. Rather than shotgun, win some, lose some. Coming up next.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote step into the world of power loyalty and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Beeson College Football Betting Guide is here. Start your football season on the right foot with our expert analysis and picks for conference champs, Heisman hopefuls, and other playoff teams, plus power ratings for every team. Now's a great time to get your all-access Beeson subscription, including our college and pro football betting guides, along with everything we offer for the entire football season. The betting guide's only $19.99, or start your free all-access trial today. Beeson.com slash subscribe. Beeson.com slash subscribe. Time for win-lose. Rough night. Can't call it a bad beat. Definitely lose some. Good night. How does it make you feel? Uh, oh, I absolutely hate them. I absolutely hate them. Follow the money looks back so we can learn for today. Everything's an adventure. In win some, lose some. Let the education commence. All right, let's rumble. Bad beats. Brewers 2:30. They led four nothing going into the seventh. All hell breaks loose. Pittsburgh gets a five spot, and they win an extra innings, eight to five. Braves Cardinals over eight and a half. Braves had two runs by the second inning. That's it. Braves win. The game goes under. Phillies, Nats under 7.5. one nothing in the 7th. 5-4 final. Wheeler was cruising. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that really affects his uh, Saw Young chances last night. I don't want to completely Man, a lot of time flip left. out and sweat it out big no. time. But Bad for the books. White Sox, 190 up to 250. Good steam there. No problem with the Royals. Lose some. Dodgers, 155 up to 175. Shut out at home by the Astros. Giants, 160 up to 180. Now 10-2 this year against Arizona. 
Mets lost five of six, 160 up to 190. They got beat. Lose some. The Giants. What? New York Giants. Brawl at practice. Jones at the bottom of the pile. Judge Livid made him line up and run. Uh, I, I don't blame him. Well, how does that happen? Use your heads, guys. Yeah. Come on. Also lose some. Well, I don't, I don't know where to put this, but Raiders, Ravens, first game out here, win club seat section, front row booth, 10 people, 50,000. 50,000. Line them up. Other spots on there are 60,000. And second row, 10 people, sold out. Center row, center third row, sold out. <laughs> Imagine that thing comes with what that looks like. Oh my God. Uh, win some. Look at this. I mean, this is sexy. This the, this was a Royale with cheese. That's your big boy. Two hundred thousand dollars. That's two fifty a push. Dealt for the Royal with the diamonds, and then bam, there comes the king. And look at that. Yeah, hand, just your regular hand pay two hundred thousand dollars, and not to be outdone. Talking to one of the hosts here, the Buffalo game hit, which you, you get the bonus, and I think you spin, or or the whole screen's got to be Buffalo. It's the one you can't miss it. It's the one game in the casino where you walk, you always go, Buffalo. Oh, yeah. it's loud. It hit for a million a couple months ago before the summer of Paul, and then it hit again the other day at the D for six hundred thousand. It's hit three times at the D alone for over six hundred thousand dollars. The guy put in forty bucks. Forty bucks is time. Forty dollars. Yeah, over six hundred thousand. How come when I play, the machine never goes Buffalo? I never hear it. Right? <laughs> it's like the dancing drums. I try to yeah. tell you it could be funny. Like this is stupid. I don't. Know. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then you yeah. see someone hit for a hundred thousand in the high limit there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you got the German Shepherd here. It'll win some. Hey, rub, rub the belly. Hey, yeah, buddy, he's huh? having a good. Does it feel time. good. Oh, he loves it. Yeah, he can't right, get enough. Give me some more. Got the legs going. You guys, yeah, let me backtrack, too. One more. One more lose some. Uh, Western Colorado with the mudslides. Look at these, these people. Oh, people are trapped on the highway because of what happened. Can't move. No. Highways are shut down. Well, it looks like it's a two-lane road both more than ways. A, but Sorry, more than 100 people had to spend the night on a highway, and nearly 30 took refuge in a tunnel. Rain over an area burned by wildfire once again triggered mudslides, authorities said. Ooh. Definitely lose some. Oh, God. There you go. Eclectic mixes off. You know, that happened to me one time, the day after Christmas, many oh, years ago. Oh, sure. Coming back from San Diego, Buddy and I, we spent uh, Christmas in San Diego. Coming back the next day, the first hour out of San Diego, going 80 miles an hour, no problem. Then all of a sudden, dead stop. Gridlock. We left. I had a viewing party that night. For Monday Night Football. It was the last week of the season. Had to be there by like, well, the game kicked off at like 5.30. Eventually, I'm, we're, it's in the morning. Eventually, like around noon, I called my, the sales guy up and I'm like, you're not going to believe this. I don't think I'm going to make it tonight. He goes, what are you talking about? I said, I've been backed up and I've gone like 10 miles in the last two hours. I don't know what the hell's going to happen. Great discussion. Horror st- traffic horror stories. 10 hours to get home from San Diego. It's a four-hour, four 20-minute right. drive. 10 hours. I was going to L.A. once. Semi truck knocked over, spilled all these chemicals. Oh, forget about it. Oh, you're done. Six hours. I don't even move. Oh, come. Shut it down. In pocket plays what we're betting today coming up next.
winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. No. 5 to 1. No. 10 to 1. You're on. Let's fire, baby. All right, baseball plays have been ice cold lately. Oh, man. Very good start to this season, but I said yesterday I need to recalibrate, need to find myself again with baseball. Um, Are we going common play? Yeah, do we have a common play? Common it, play? Okay, yeah. yeah okay, I, so, I, 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 to me, you got to take you got to take a shot with the Mariners. I'm on board. Go, si- what? To go for three in a row, that's yeah. a tricky thing. But I'm, What, yeah. a 6-0 and all against them? Hmm? They're 11-2 and two when Gilbert starts. He's got the number one ROI in baseball for a pitcher. Yeah, it's a nice plus price again today. Yeah. I'm on the Mariners, plus 140. I'm also on Mize for the Tigers. I've made the case for uh, Rodriguez a couple times for the Red Sox. Boy, was he awful in his last start. Doesn't mean he's going to be today, but give me the Tigers, plus 135. Playing well. Red Sox now tailspin a little bit. By the way, news in the last half hour, found, uh, we found out that Glasnow was going to have to have Tommy John. So what are we at today? August uh, yeah. 4th? Is he out for all of next year, I'm guessing, then? Talk to our buddy Vascursion coming up. This, oh, this does thing. that suck? Yeah, I know, but this thing's wide open. This thing's wide open. Oh, totally. I mean, if I, yeah. I say, if I give you right now, I say, who's going to win the American League? I'd say the White Sox, but still. I would lean Chicago, but. We love you, Boston, Ness, and New England. I mean, the Red Sox got to get out of this. I mean, they lost again. Yeah. They lost 7 to 10 all of a sudden. Yep. Five in a row. And I made the case earlier. Got a good tweet yesterday when we talked about Comeback Player of the Year. I had forgotten about Lorenz Duvernay Tardif for the Chiefs. He was the first player to opt out last year. Uh, he's also a doctor, along with playing offensive line. He's 33 to one to win Comeback Player of the Year. He he was named the SI like one of the sports people of the year last year. He won an award up in Canada. He left football last year because he's a doctor to go help fight COVID and help you know with people that were sick. It's 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 a narrative award a lot of times. People will love this angle. I have to laugh every time. I just, I just laugh. My dad was such a bum, uh, and he was a doctor. It's good to have you back. It's fun. Dad was a bum. I know you're going to get into the alcoholism here. I'm guessing in a second, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, and, no, because I'm sure he wasn't like our friend in Kansas City, where my my dad would show up half in the bag to perform surgery. That's why he got whacked. They smelled alcohol in his breath as he was hey, brain surgery. What do I smell there? Shit. Okay. All right. He, I went into his he office. He had the Nick Cage shakes. He, I went into his office one time. He had his own practice. He had, again, it's a just, uh, he was an alcoholic and drank bush light. He would have cans of beer, like, in the drawer. And I'm, I'm like, 10 years old. I don't know what this stuff means, but it's like that. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm in a jam. I'm in a car accident. You're the yeah. guy that's going to bail me out? Yeah, yeah. Well, and you don't know what to think when you're 10 years old. What, what do you tell your mom when she picked him up from rehab? But he gave that a, a, emotional speech, uh-huh. a fa- farewell about, I'm going to get my life together, I'm sorry, I, I'm going to get this fixed, and he uh, crying, he went off to rehab. After 30 days, my mom picks him up, and he says, can you pull over to the liquor store? On the way home. Yeah. yeah. It was all like, the whole thing was like, I'm going to get this fixed, i got to kick yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm pull, on the mat. Pull, pull over. I, I want a you know, case of beer. Come on. What are you doing? Yeah. All that work All down that, the drain just like that. So this is good. In the last two days, after you come back, this story oh, again. Love to hear this. And you, you, know, you hate your fake sister. Doesn't count. Adopted. How does that work? You're adopted. She's adopted from different families. But the same family adopted both of you. Does then help me out a little bit here. Right, is that a fake adopt? Is that a fake real sister? 
because it's a real adopted fake sister. I, I'm confused at the lingo here. Carrying a lot of pain. Where were we? Oh, you uh, brought Tardif, up the doctor thing. Tardif yeah. to win the comeback yeah. player. I like here. your Tiger pick, too. With the Red Sox struggling and Mize's top five ROI as well. And don't look now, Detroit trying to get up to number four ROI, up 11 units. Uh-huh. Great season. So yeah. you're on the M's? Good. Yeah. Uh, okay. By the way, also good email from Chris. I think it was a little bit, well, I will adjust it. He pointed out the Royals are on this big undertick right now in baseball. Um, I graded it during the break. It looks like they're 11-1-2 to the under last 14 games. KC. As we stay Kansas City-centric here, I'll be seeing this segment. Okay. we got a few minutes left. I wanna, I might, I'm going to stand up here, guys. You know, we got a big problem in this country. And I know it didn't. It didn't happen till it didn't. I didn't notice this till about five years ago. Okay, that's when I really think it started to happen. And now it happens all the time. And it happened to me yesterday. And and I I just I look at the guy. I go, What are you doing? Have you noticed this? It's it's relatively new as far as I'm concerned. You're on an elevator, and it's going to the the bottom floor, and you're stop. Right. And you're on, and you're ready to get off like a normal person with the rest of the people in the elevator, and the doors open, and all of a sudden. Oh yeah, they I mean, what, they, they bum rush. They bum rush. What is this? Yeah, this I didn't notice this till like four or five years ago. It's an epidemic. It's all the time. With these, who are these people that are waiting to get on an elevator and they storm the elevator? No, no. you have to let me get out, please. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. And they're coming to trying to get on the elevator right when it lands and the door stops yeah, and the doors sure. open. This is crazy. No, that's. I'm looking at the guy. I'm like, what are you doing? Let me get out. So that's also it's common. It's also tied into when you land on a flight. All right, right. And where were you and, going, buddy? Okay, you're in so the middle. I've had this happen. Before. This is no joke. Where I'm sitting, probably like row 18, right? And it's just be patient. We're, we're, the guy from like row 21. As soon as we land, he got ahead. He got ahead like four rows. <laughs> And then he sits there, he stands up with his backpack on for the next 20 minutes, can't move. I'm looking at him like, can I like put him in the rear naked choke right now? Am I allowed? Yeah. yeah. I'll put him in a figure four. Why you got him in the rear (laughs) naked? I don't under this this is like I don't recall this happening other than growing up as a kid. I mean, these people can't wait to get on the elevator. It's like let me get out first. That's how this works. We got seven people on here. Oh. Another thing, too. Because I noticed that we had uh There's a couple. Um Paul, I noticed yesterday two brand new scratches on our car. One was like this long down the oh, passenger side door. Nobody ever be. says anything. Happened to JVT. He tweeted this out yesterday. Like a major dent on his front fender. No note. Nothing. Nobody there to say, hey, I, you know, I ruined your car when you were in you know, Target getting a couple of things. It's Armageddon. First bet, special offer for new customers. Get an instant $10 free upon signing up. And then $10 for every $1,000. Every every thousand dollars wagered up to a thousand. Vison.com slash horses for details. And when you go to Vison.com slash horses, you'll find a new feature with daily uh, Saratoga picks. Hopefully, everyone wears their shoes there at the urinal. So what happened? Uh, use the bonus code Vegas one thousand. Vison.com slash horses promo code Vegas one thousand. Well, okay. So you know how we feel about people who go barefoot on the flight. Did you see what happened yesterday? The guy that was on the flight, twenty-two years old, I believe he was. Yes, I did. Okay, so. Again, interesting what, number he went with. My parents are worth like two million dollars. Yes, yeah, yeah. They yeah. got to strap them in and tie. Sure, tape they, them they, they the duct taped them, and the airlines actually suspended the crew. I, I had to do a double take. I was like, wait, you didn't give them a bonus because of the tape? Yeah, because of how they operated. What are they supposed and to do? He's, guy, gra- he's grabbing breasts. Yeah, he is. He's molesting female oh. flight attendants, and oh. he's cussing people out. He's punching people, and they got suspended. 
they deserve a huge bonus right now. Don't wait till the end of the year. Right, Scoot suspended. What? What are you doing? Oh. A Matt Vascursion. I mean, it's, who does he like in the AL and the NL? Some Major League Baseball with Matty Ice coming up next. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts.
with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boosts, and the largest offer of live and play options. Bet River Sportsbook, the industry leader. When it comes to online sports betting, and to make your experience even more rewarding, Bet Rivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and one time play through Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. It's PlaySugarHouse.com in Jersey. Must be 21. Vascursion time, baby. All right. This is going to be a lot of fun. Matt Vaskersian does join the program here. Uh, MLB Network, ESPN Sunday Night Baseball as well. And uh, Angels TV for the games uh, this year, a lot of them anyway. Matty, good morning. How are you? Guys, good. Uh, we had a little Halos win yesterday. So, you know, late night Halos win. Up to talk to you guys early and uh, and happy to do it on the heels of a victory for the Halos yesterday. Yep. Well, and Otani goes tonight. Let me ask you this. You've been doing this for a long time. Is this the best individual season you've ever seen in the sport? Ooh, wow, that's a great question. Um, because I, you'd have to compare it with the record-setting seasons of guys like Bond, mm-hmm. guys like Verlander, who win an MVP, and a Cy Young. Uh, but considering all that, yeah. Uh, look, the guy, you know, he's got 65 extra base hits. He's like 9 or 10 more than the next closest guy on the list, Devers. He hits bombs. He hits singles. Oh, by the way, he steals bases. He's got 15 bags, and he's starting on the mound tonight. I mean, that's why when I hear the arguments people are making about Vlad Guerrero Jr. for MVP, but what if he wins the Triple Crown? So what? I don't care if he wins the Triple Crown and beats everybody into submission in all three of those categories. He doesn't pitch, too, like Otani does. (laughs) It's not a conversation. He's the AL MVP, even if he were to retire today. He's the AL MVP in 2021. Totally agree. I thought of Bonds last night when I knew that we were going to have Jan Matt. And uh, I also thought of uh, my favorite player growing up was Ricky Henderson. I would say don't sleep on some of the seasons Ricky put together. I went back and looked at his 1990 MVP campaign. He batted 325 with an OBP of 439. The OPS was over 1,000. He stole 65 bases. Uh, He smacked 28 home runs, scored 119 runs, and he missed almost 30 games. I remember that kid when we you know, that season when I was growing up. I was like, oh my God, this might be the best season I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's among the things we have in common there, Mitch, because I'm a Ricky guy too. And it's amazing when you consider he did that without ever knowing which ballpark he was in or the names of any of his teammates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is, is, the, is the all root story true? I've heard corroborating evidence that that's true. It's it's a good one. Uh, and for those that don't know the story, Ricky, after being teammates with John Olerud for a number of years, uh, he changes uniforms, got the first base at one point, and Olerud's taking throws to keep him on the bag. And Ricky says, uh, hey, why do you wear that helmet? He says, well, I you know, have to because I've got a brain condition. And Ricky thinks about it for a second and says, oh, yeah, I played with a guy like that once. <laughs> and then full second. <laughs> he also the best Ricky story is when the Oakland A's had a discrepancy in their year-end books of a million dollars. A million dollars. The numbers weren't vibing, and they realized uh, significantly later that the discrepancy came from an uncashed one million dollar check that Ricky decided to frame and hang on his wall. <laughs> I think I heard that story before. So good, yeah. man! Didn't Manny have like seventy thousand cash? 
I think it was like 45. He was getting his car washed, yeah, goes, if I recall take, correctly. Yeah, for a tip, he goes, take what's in the glove compartment. And the guy opens it up. There's it like, like 40. Line. Yeah, <laughs> in the Manny glove. being Manny? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I think Manny Manny had to travel with cash because he had he had to pay off the hotels after he trashed every suite that he stayed in with the Red Sox. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so you got to be loving this. So right now, two months to play after that wild deadline day that we had last week in a nice 24 or 48 hours, you know, surrounding it. But Matt, I mean, seriously, like the NL, the AL, they are. I know the White Sox and the Astros are really good on paper. The Dodgers are awesome, but they they appear to be both pretty wide open this year. Yeah, I, I would agree, and I think um, you know everybody that was rushing to the window to say that the, the Dodgers were going to win over 105 and a half games or whatever their preposterous uh, preseason number was, they're not going to get there. Uh, look, Bellinger is uneven right now. Betts has been okay, but not 2018 Betts. He's hitting 270, and there hasn't been as much pop as there was in the past. Uh, I think they'll be fine once Trey Turner's healthy, and that pitching is so good. I mean, they, they get shut out yesterday, and, and Walker Bueller deserved to win that game. And then today they come back to try to split the series with Houston, and they got Scherzer. So they're never going to go into any of a, anything like a extended tailspin. But I will say this, in a short postseason series, even in a seven-game postseason series, the Brewers are dangerous with that front three that they run out there. Uh-huh. And then they're going to roll the back of the rotation into the bullpen. They're good. And I, I don't know that Major League Baseball would love to see it, but I would love to see a Rays-Brewers World Series because, for me, those are the two most interesting teams in the game right now. Yeah, I think that'd be great. How about the news today? I mean, this really stinks for the Rays, though. Glasnow's going to have to go under the knife. He's getting Tommy John. Does that... I mean, it's August, what, 4th again today, Matt? I mean, does that mean he's probably going to be gone for all of next year, I'm guessing? No, I think there's a chance he could come back and pitch at some point next year. And and quite frankly, I I don't think they were counting on any contributions from him this season anyway. You Mm -hmm. know, when a guy goes down and then they whisper season-long injury, as they've done with, uh, I don't know, guys like Kluber, Severino, and then, you know, you see this carrot dangling where, ah, you know, he's going to start throwing off the mound. He might come back and pitch. I don't think the clubs count on any contributions there. So the Rays were fully prepared to move forward uh, without him. Patino's been really good for them, despite a little hiccup yesterday. The Rays have to figure out how to beat the Mariners, and that's the most confounding story in baseball for me. I don't understand how they're doing it, but give Seattle a lot of credit. I thought that the, the Graveman trade was terrible. But as it turns out, Abraham Toro has been great for yep. them. So maybe they knew something that none of us did. And, uh, you know, any preseason tickets on the Mariners to exceed a modest win total are uh, probably have already cashed, as a matter of fact. Yeah, I think they were low. Well, I think they were low 70s, if I recall correctly. I'll have to go back and look at that. By the way, uh, you came on with us in March and you said, guys, <clears throat> keep your eye on a dark horse Cy Young candidate in the National League by the name of Corbin Burns at 50 to 1. Uh, you put me on him. I think you put several mm-hmm. of us here at Vison and uh, in the audience on him as well. Now with the Degrom injury, it continues to linger. I'd say that ticket is absolutely live, Matt. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it is too. I think um, you know if you're going to talk about the real front runners for that award, assuming Degrom doesn't you know come back and log enough starts, and we we all hope that he does because he's hands down the best pitcher on the planet. Uh, Wheeler's been really good. Uh, Bueller's been really good, and and Burns is definitely in the mix. So, will there be any small market bias in that vote? I don't think there is for things like Cy Young. I think that voters are 
I don't, you know, regardless of market size, this isn't one of those East Coast bias awards. Uh, and not to mention, you know, Burns playing in the middle of the country. Every time zone gets to see him. And he's not a secret anymore. So those are the, those are the three front runners for me right now. Okay. Okay. You also had a great call on the Twins uh, total under. Yep. Uh, how about the Bay Area teams? Another great story. Can the Giants keep this up? And, and can the A's uh, hang in there and make the playoffs? Yeah, that last one's interesting. Uh, the A's have a big series coming up with the Yankees uh, here in the not-too-distant future. And everybody thinks that the Yankees are dangerous now with Rizzo and Gallo, and Rizzo's kind of a perfect uh, count manipulator uh, base hit guy that that lineup needed, and Gallo gave him the left-handed pop. They gave up a lot, though. The four players that, that went to Texas for Gallo, uh, people inside the game, a lot of people feel like they really paid a steep price for Gallo. But in New York, as we know, it's win now. And I, I've been waiting ever since those guys joined the team for the, for the Yankees to come alive. It happened yesterday at the expense of the bottom feeder Baltimore Orioles, but I, I, they, it hasn't clicked yet. The whole thing is Stanton for them. And if Stanton hits like he did yesterday, went deep, everybody else is fine. He is the most important guy in that line. It's not Judge. It's not LeMahieu. For me, it's Stanton. And if he goes, then the A's uh, are going to have to look over their shoulder. Even though Oakland made some really nice moves, getting Gomes and Harrison from the Nats, uh, getting Marte, really good move for them. They needed a little bit more of a dynamic offense. So that's going to be a really nice chase down the stretch. If it comes down to the Astros and the White Sox to go to the World Series, who would you uh, lean towards in that in that matchup? Ooh, oh, man. Um, gosh, I like, I like the White Sox so much from a uh, – well, from so many perspectives, from a coaching perspective – from a people culture perspective, I really like the White Sox, but man, Houston's so good. I mean, they're doing what they're doing without Bregman, and and now for in a little smaller timeline without Guriel. Um, gosh, that's a tough call. I guess I just I would cheat by saying I like the White Sox starting pitching a little bit better, and I like the Astros lineup a little bit better, if you can believe that. So if you had, if you told me I had to pick one, I think I might leave Houston on that because they're just so good. I don't disagree. Yeah, I don't disagree. I, this is awesome, though. The parity that we have in this sport. Wide open. Oh, absolutely it is. Like you said, I mean, you mm-hmm. can make a... The, the Brewers have an unbelievable case to be made here to come out of the National mm-hmm. League. So, I mean, it, it's like 7-8 deep, uh, you know, that you can make a case for in the AL and the NL. So good. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought the Brewers would, I thought they would land a right-handed hitting first baseman at the trading deadline. Uh-huh. They were stopping in that regard. And they, you know, what, what's weird. There's a narrative in Milwaukee right now, this little subtext that Ryan Braun has, um, mm. his name has popped a little bit. He's friendly with the owner, Mark Atanasio. They, you know, they're neighbors in Malibu, tough life. Uh, and, and he's kind of hinted, he went to the Bucks game six, and somebody asked him, he did one interview, and somebody asked him if he was thinking about playing, and he had this very coy response. Uh, he's a guy that he doesn't need spring training. He wouldn't even need the first four months of the season. And if you want a right-handed bat that you might catch lightning in a bottle with, wouldn't that be interesting? Absolutely, it would be. Why not kick the tires on something like that? Matt, you're the best. Love talking yes. to you. Thanks so much for coming on today. Good being with you guys. See ya. Yeah, be good. Thank you. There you go. Uh, Matt Eskirgin here on Follow the Money, VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. So you like Otani tonight, too? Yes. Yeah, okay. Anti-Texas point. That'll do it for us. NFL tomorrow. How about that? Cannot wait. Good luck tonight.
365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.